Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, October 6, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. Famously, Matt Tamanini has been talking sports on the internet, and I don't understand most of it, and that's okay. What sports was I talking? I don't even know, but I, I think I was, I, I saw one and I went, oh, right, sports are happening right now. It's only a month until Matt is here, and then we're seeing shows, and then I'll be able to, like, come back to, to, to knowing this person. I talk I a lot know. of sports. I talk a lot of sports in the fall because I am also <laughs> like the editor of a sports website. So uh, lots of sports talking, lots of sports writing, lots of sports editing. Oh, that's right. You got mixed up in the Ohio State Penn State <laughs> conversation I had with James. That's what it must have been. I was so lost. Yeah, I was I'm like, sorry. yeah, I agree with both of you, and I don't know what either said. <laughs> yeah, you know football. We've talked football before. I know. Well, you know why I even followed Ohio State it was because of their marching band. Of course, the de- the best damn band in <laughs> the land. Damn band in the land, right? right. Yes. So. <laughs> Former band kid, that was one that I looked up to a lot, and now it's like that's kind of all I know. That's and I love honestly. to eat Buckeyes. Oh Have you God. ever had one, Grace? I grew up in Central Ohio, the son of two Buckeyes. I was the twentieth member of my extended family to go to Ohio State. Have I ever eaten? I assume you mean the chocolate candy Buckeye, not the actual poisonous nut Buckeye. But yes, if it's the former, then yes, I have my sister makes the best ones. She actually, she lives in Las Vegas now, but she made her first Buckeyes of the season and decided for the first time ever to put sprinkles on them. I was a little mad that I couldn't find a flight out to Las Vegas quick enough to consume any of those. Um, So, but yes, yes, of course. Um, But also in the fall, in addition to football, there are some things that I have to tell people about that I don't believe you know about yet, Grace. Um, Oh. There was some delays for some indoor raining purposes, but our uh, everybody's talking about Jamie episode will finally publish in our Patreon feed on Friday. It is done and it is scheduled, but the reason it's not going out immediately is because on Tuesday in our Patreon feed and then in our uh, subsequently in our regular free feed, I spoke with Alma Cuervo of Mornings at 7 um, in a new episode of Tell Me More, and I'm going to have two more episodes uh, specifically dropping on Wednesday and Thursday leading up to that. So we've got a very jam-packed week of interviews. And then on Friday, finally, as you're getting ready for the weekend, looking for something to watch, our roundtable review of Everybody's Talking About Jamie will finally be in the Patreon feed. So Ashley asked me to update everybody on that. It is scheduled. It is ready to go. Uh, But you're going to have to wait like the good little girls and boys that you are because I've got some interviews I've got to get out for some things that are currently running in New York City or online that I think you're going to be really excited about. Okay. Okay. Wink, wink, nod, nod. And speaking of sports, do you know what they use in sports, Matt? Playbooks. Here we go. Did you like that segue? (laughs) I'm horrible. I need to quit. Trust me. After doing like three and a half to four years of this show with James and his horrible dad joke uh, segues, that was quite possibly the best one of all time. Thank you so much. Take that, James. I'll see you Friday. All right, so Silver Linings Playbook is headed to Broadway. Apparently, James Stern, producer for the producers and Hairspray of fame, uh, you know, famously movies, then shows, then movies again. Uh, this could have the same life. Um, he has required he has acquired the rights to develop this, which also, by the way, like this was in Hollywood Reporter. 
TLDR guys, this just means it's already been developed. Like there's already a team. So I've seen a lot of tweets that are like, you know who should do this? And I'm like, there are already contracts. <laughs> are you are like, you spilling tea? Is this con- <laughs> No, 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 no. I don't know anything, but I also know everything. And here's the thing. Silver Linings Playbook, like most movies that became popular at one point, at any time someone goes, hey, if you want this, depending on what film house has it, it's already had some, some, some team has already developed some level of creative licensing for it to be on stage. So usually by the time we hear about it, there's already been a team in place. Um, unsure who that is. I'm not trying to like secretly <laughs> spill any tea. That's not this podcast. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's, that's all I've got for it, but I, I am excited actually to see this because it is based on a book. It is pretty beloved yeah. and, um, I enjoyed the film. Yeah, I did too. Um, and this won Jennifer Lawrence uh, an Oscar. Uh, and maybe we'll see. I would imagine there would be a lot of dancing. There's a lot of dancing. Bradley Cooper will uh, revive his role. Um, he's going to do it in tandem. He's going to do it uh, in repertoire with uh, repertory with Elephant Man. So it's going to go <laughs> Elephant Man and then Silver Linings Playbook every other week. It's going to be nuts. That would be the that would be the weirdest. <laughs> set of shows in rep that I've ever heard of before. But I think this is interesting. I mean, like the producers in Hairspray, which you said obviously were produced by the same uh, James D. Stern, those made sense as musicals. Like they were even the movies, like they were, they felt like musicals and the producers obviously was about a musical. So it made sense. Like this one is a little less obvious, which makes me slightly more inclined to be interested in it than like the normal movie to musical stuff. So I'm interested. Hire a woman. All yes. right. Next uh, in hiring women, Aaron Sorkin's To Kill a Mockingbird <laughs> resumes performances at Broadway Schubert Theater tonight, today, October 5th. Uh, they're back with Jeff Daniels and Celia Keenan-Bolger. Celia famously won a Tony for this role. Um, it, they were the original stars and they are back. You know, they weren't the cast at, at shutdown. Uh, but, yeah. you know, uh, there was a great write-up, which you sent and i know how you feel about celia so i'm gonna let you go mm. off uh she's fantastic by the way um but yeah adam feldman interviewed her kind of about like working for scott rudin making broadway better getting typecast as children all for <laughs> timeout um and it was not children in timeout <laughs> god uh but anyways <laughs> there's a there's a great article about her and um i know how you feel so please i love i love her um yeah she's she's <laughs> the absolute best and this article was really interesting about how she felt about about Rudin and everything that came out. I, I just think she's one of the best actors and uh, people on Broadway. Yeah. Oh, let's get into some casting announcements. So additional casting has been announced for the first national tour of the now five-time Tony award-winning production of A Christmas Carol with Kate Burton and Alex Newell joining Stephen Sondheim Lord. himself, Bradley Whitford. Uh, A Christmas Carol will play the Amundsen Theater in Los Angeles starting November 30th. Of course, this is the there's there are two tours of this particular A Christmas Carol going around the U.S. So uh, just this is a, the casting announcement for that production helmed by Bradley Whitford. Interesting. I think this is phenomenal casting for like a short little run uh, over on the left coast. Like, I think this is great. Obviously, Bradley Whitford is Bradley Whitford. He's tremendous. But throwing in a, a literal legend like Kate Burton and Alex Newell is like, I would already have seen this if I was in California. Um, this very much makes it even more exciting uh, of a production for me. 
Yeah, I I think that either way, it's it's funny, though, because, again, like, I think we all forgot that this was the Christmas Carol that was just on Broadway because Christmas Carol has just been adapted so so many many times that we just thought, oh, it's another (laughs) adaptation of it. But this is the one that just won five Tonys, guys. Yeah, and it comes from the old Vic. I watched the streaming version of it um, around Christmas time last year. It's really, really interesting. Um, and I believe, and I uh, I believe, so don't quote me on this, but I believe Alex Newell is playing the Mrs. same. Mrs. Fezziwig. Oh, is he really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, is that the LaShawn's role? Is that the, I think that's the LaShawn's role um, yeah. from Broadway. So I, uh, I, I'm, I'm very excited about this, and I'm looking forward to hearing what people think about it when they see it in California. Woo-hoo! All right, so the national tour of Mean Girls will relaunch in Tempe, Arizona on November 2nd with Danielle Wade, Megan Masako-Haley, Jonalyn Saxer, uh, Mary-Kate Morrissey, Eric Huffman, Adante Carter, Kabir Berry, and Lawrence East Street. I know that, you know, some casting changed for the show some people left some people you know but for the most part this is most of the cast that was Mm -hmm. doing the tour during uh before shutdown so yeah go catch it if you're able to considering it's first of all it was just mean girls day october 3rd just the other day number one and number two i forgot that it closed on broadway i was at broadway flea and then i saw all this mean girl stuff and i was like god i got a lot of me oh right yeah, they don't exist anymore. Well, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, another casting news, more casting for George C. Wolfe's Rustin on Netflix includes the queen herself, Audra McDonald, Coleman Domingo, Chris Rock, and Glenn Turman. Let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor for this week, Upstart. So if you dread looking at your credit card statements... You are exactly like me. We are one and the same. We hold the same body. You are not alone. Debt can feel crippling. I am currently crippled by debt, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Yeah, Upstart is this fast and easy way to pay off your debt with one personal loan. And what's great about it is is that you can do it all online. You don't have to have that awkward interfacing with other human beings when you're talking about having to give have them give you money. Um, whether it's paying off credit card debts, consolidating high interest debt, or funding some sort of personal expense over a million people that's million have used upstart to get one fixed monthly payment rather than looking at your credit score alone they look at current employment they look at your income they look at uh, a bunch of other things to find a smarter rate for your loan you can check your rate without impacting your credit score in just minutes for loans between one thousand and fifty thousand dollars and you can receive your funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Broadway. That's upstart.com slash Broadway. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Upstart.com slash Broadway. I still haven't been to this exhibit and I don't know if you'll be able I guess you won't be able to make it now unless they extend unless they extend which we think they're gonna have to extend right because showstoppers a spectacular costumes from stage to screen exhibit which was designed to raise money for costume makers affected by the pandemic has had to temporarily close because of flooding um they should be back next week they said that there are only some very minimal damage was done, but they've got a great connection to a dry cleaner. Um, it's scheduled to run through October 31st of this year. I expect it to run longer because of the the fact that they're having to shut down for a little bit, but that, that sucks. 
Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to say it just sucks. Yeah, it's uh, it did it, the their the article said that they believe the flooding came from a an Applebee's next door, which really sucks. Uh, yeah, I, and, and like damaged like three or four costumes, so not you know a huge amount of damage, but obviously you want to get that cleaned up before you let anybody else in the doors. So thanks a lot, Applebee's. You know what? Thanks, Applebee's, for not being half as good as Chili's. If you're going to get a salt lick, go to Chili's. The Triple Dipper, I will join you anytime. That is my favorite appetizer in the world. Hmm. There are no other appetizers. The Triple Dipper. You get three different appetizers in one. It's amazing. Southwest egg rolls, boneless buffalo wings, and then spinach artichoke dip. How have you never? Uh, Those very None of those things are on my normal eating habits, but uh, I will take your word for it. Well, one of us is a connoisseur. So <laughs> I get it. Uh, so Jeremy O'Hara tweeted a screenshot from an email thread. I can't, you know, this is news. Um, Dear all, I'm emailing you to let you know the reason why I haven't shared much digital enthusiasm about the season. So this was to CTGLA, which is uh, Center Theater Group. Yeah, and it's um, from Jeremy. It's from Jeremy. From Jeremy, yeah. Saying that, like, as a playwright who holds dear the principles of both inclusion, it was a shock to realize that this season was pro- your programming, essentially, with only one woman across all theaters uh, because they're supposed to do his work. And um, he, I, he says, I've spoken with my team and would like to begin the process of removing slave play from the season at this time. Um, so there's obviously like other playwrights in this thread. Um, it, it's just kind of fascinating. It's, it's, it's unfortunate that, um, a playwright of color is the one to have to bow out of a situation just because, but hopefully the pressure of this is going to help other theater makers, um, make correct decisions on inclusivity and, um, equity. I don't know how you felt about that, Matt, but (laughs) that's where I'm at. Yeah, um, uh, Ashley and I talked about this season last week, and um, it's a great. It was a great season. It still is a great season. To be quite frank, neither Ashley or I noticed that there was only one woman, and that probably is a shame on us. But also, it goes to show that like that's just how things operate. You know, it didn't even register because of oh, of course, you know, there's a bunch of really great names in there, um, but we didn't even clock that there was only one woman and I'm glad that Jeremy did. Um, but you're right. It does seem to fall on whether it's a man or a woman, often the, um, the people of color in there to stand up for something like this. And I'm sure that there were a number of other playwrights in there that mm-hmm. male playwrights were like, Oh, I'm going to have to say, do something. Aren't I? Um, I'm sorry that that, you know, it changes the season for folks who were excited about that season. But at some point, there just has to be a change. And I, I will note that the 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 season was did include a ton of, you know, racial and ethnic diversity in terms of the playwrights. But there are so many different lenses that companies need to be looking through now. Just doing one and checking one thing off the to do list is not good enough anymore. You know, with so much attention, to all of these things and so many people pointing out the wrongs of the entire history of the American theater. I, they need to do better and we haven't done enough to call that out. And I'm glad that Jeremy did. Yeah. I know that it's like not, it's not Broadway. Right. But the truth is, is that like, I've just now, now in, in, in life experiences too, I go, Oh, this is the path for people to get their work highly produced across state lines across hopefully to Broadway, but that's not the barometer to anybody's success. Right. Like it's just, if, if it's a constant, if it's, if it's, it's, 
all the time where that's just like, okay, well we had one woman and then look at the diversity of all Mm -hmm. these men, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like, okay, but, but now, you know, it's going to be another two years until maybe two women can get on. It's just like, (laughs) I'm tired. I'm just tired. Mm -hmm. Um, and then finally, in in a recommended, I guess, video Playbill got to, uh, interview Caroline and Austin of the North American tour of frozen. I know, you know how I feel about that tour, but this video was actually really beautiful and insightful as an interview. Like it's like a 10 minute, you know, insight on how they were feeling during the pandemic, what it was like when it shut down, you know, this isn't the type of interview that I get to see often from artists and creatives that have been, you know, coming back to work, especially for Disney. Like it's all been like, we're back baby. And then I'm like, cool. (laughs) You know, but I mean, seeing these two that are, they're a real life married couple and they play um, Hans and Elsa in the tour they talk about like working together and also like getting back into the room. So if you want more of that kind of content, I know that Matt, you were getting very misty eyed at every single video of people coming back to rehearsal. No, there's some more of that. Never. There's more of that. She does cry. And then I cried a little. Yeah. So cry again. I've never cried in my life. You cry every day. (laughs) It's probably accurate. Um, So anyways, it's a really sweet video. They released it today and I just recommend that you watch it. It's really sweet. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash broadwayradio. You can find me, unfortunately, on every single social media platform at It's Grace Aki. Uh, Matt, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, and that's it, at Matt. Thank you guys so much. We will see you tomorrow. 